welcome back to the Talent Talks podcast. I'm your host, Martin Smith of the Talent Talks podcast and MD of Talent Drive. We are a specialist procurement recruitment agency operating across all industry sectors across the UK. The Talent Talks podcast is where we interview business professionals from the procurement world to gain their insight and experiences working in the profession. Our aim is to tackle a wide range of procurement topics and provide practical advice and insight to our listeners and help raise the profile of the procurement profession. So look, on a personal level, Tom, I've known you now sort of over eight years. You know, we, we knew each other from sort of your Clark's days. And wow, was the, it eight years? Yeah, <laughs> eight years I've known you. And, you know, the first conversations, you were a great practitioner, not just a nice compliment of flattery, but, you know, that, that great practitioner in procurement. You knew, your, you knew your area. You've done the directs, done the indirects. As I said, uh, reference at the start of the last podcast, we were talking around sort of procurement business partnering. Watched your sort of development in that social media world evolve and it's brilliant. Your presence there, you know, is fantastic. That was one of the reasons I want to get you on the show because, you know, my one of the sort of main objectives, I guess, for Talent Talks podcast is to elevate the procurement profession and elevate the brand and make it more aware. You're doing that wonderfully yourself. But I guess I just wanted to firstly sort of launch this into sort of the why for you really and why that, you know... Yeah, why and how, I guess, Tom, that, that you, you know, have, have created this wonderful sort of branding on LinkedIn are really elevated and the followers and the engagement you get now. So we'd love to understand more around your personal journey. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the support that you've given me. Um, I think that it's been quite a personal journey and it's really important. I explain what this has meant to me personally. Uh, number one is I've always um, loved to write. Um, even when I was a child, I was kind of creating magazines for our family, um, oh, wow. kind of update magazines. I always had dreams of writing a book. And I think when I've left the corporate world for good, I probably will write a book. Um, but I feel that passion for writing has almost been there as a strand. And it's only when I've realized, actually, I know quite a lot or I've got value to offer my audience on social media that I've realized I can use that kind of passion for writing and convert it into a, a hopefully valuable cause. The other thing, and, and this is quite a personal thing, is, uh, and I've talked about it openly, so I don't mind talking about it here, is in the past I've, I've had two quite severe episodes of general anxiety disorder. So while anxiety is something that is kind of pervasive in our profession generally the difference with generalized anxiety disorder is it's something that doesn't go away so what happens is you literally feel completely trapped isolated you're kind of at the point of no return and it's been quite um, therapeutic to be able to kind of share openly about that but also by building an audience and building value around what I do it almost shows me to myself actually I do know what I'm doing I do have value to add to organizations and it's 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 a little bit like journaling at the end of the day it's really really kind of cathartic and therapeutic to be able to write about things that you're passionate about and or um, share your views on things so I'll be honest uh, yeah there's kind of two self-interested points here in terms of why I've gone big on writing about procurement and they are to satisfy something that I really enjoy writing and also to be able to kind of deal with some of the demons of uh, anxiety. Yeah. And I think that, thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, I think that that almost vulnerability and an authenticity that you show that really shows you up above a lot. I think there's a lot of rhetoric out there and procurement of, you know, how, how you can add value by these five steps and, you know, these people that come on and proclaim. And, and I look at their LinkedIn without being disrespectful to them. And I think you've never been a head of procurement. You've never, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've never, you've never had to really manage any sort of significant complex spend or really do that. And, you know, I, I think it's really interesting when, when, 
that sort of occurs versus someone like you that is just it's authentic it's genuine you know you're you're, you're raising awareness because let's be clear we all go through anxiety not not clearly the same as that you've on a personal level had but you know we all have anxiety we all go through stresses and strains and depression all these things and i think it's really really important that we actually share those and linkedin shouldn't be just for platform to selling that i think linkedin has unfortunately gone into a bit of a world of the instagram look at me and 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 i'm very conscious that my Self, on a personal level, you know, we, we've just obviously launched a new brand recently and things. And, and I was really nervous. I'll, I'll share with you now. Uh, I've really sort of said this to anyone, but, you know, I was really nervous about putting that out there because I didn't want it to be sort of showy or look what they're doing now. So I, I've said to the marketing guys, we've got to make sure we do this in an authentic way and the value add we can give to our customers and our community. And it's a, it's a fine line, isn't it? Because you want to celebrate success. I've become more aware actually not to celebrate it too much. Or when even when people say to me, oh, I've seen a lot of your stuff on LinkedIn, I actually go for a little bit of emotional of, oh God, is that a bad thing? Is that like, I hope I'm not too, you know, I hope my, my LinkedIn, the Martin Smith isn't sort of going out there everywhere and all over everyone's sort of thing. So it's a real conscious thing that people can kind of get trapped into. But but I think if you do it in the right way, which you certainly are, I, th- I think that's a real learn for people. Because I think a lot of procurement people stay entrenched and they don't actually share their story and share their successes. And there's so many amazing, you know, procurement people out there and loads I'm, I'm sure you've been meeting with and, and, and knowing over the years that are just you know, nervous to, to tell their story. Uh, and I think someone like you really encouraging that, I think it's really commendable, Tom. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You just mentioned a point on vulnerability as well. I th- see that as um, related back to our previous conversation around soft skills as a really important skill for a procurement professional to have, not just as a leader, but also in terms of supplier collaborations, being open and transparent. But just back to my point as being a procurement leader, I feel like I can have much more valuable conversations with the people that um, report into me because I have that understanding and I'm looking at the person before I'm looking at the process. So mm. it's something, it's almost um, self-actualization that I've realized that actually a lot of the tough times that I've been through have actually become really powerful and, and unique and, and being able to share them will help others. So yeah. And relatable as well, Tom, and relatable to people. Relatable, yeah. And I think that that's um, something that you're right is perhaps limited a little bit on LinkedIn. And I try to I try to stand out on LinkedIn. So what I mean by that is if there's a trend going one way, I'll try to do something different. So I noticed a couple of years ago that it was all a kind of um, look at me. I've got all these skills posts and I thought I'll tell people what I don't know. or I'll tell people what I'm worried about or I'll, I'll be vulnerable. More recently, there's almost a, been a bit of a trend for really kind of um, – going big on on AI and um, the importance of automation and stuff. And I've kind of almost counteracted that with saying going big on on soft skills. So one of the reasons that I think um, hopefully I gain traction is that I I don't just um, toe the line and I I try to stand out and and speak to a wider audience. No, absolutely. No, I think that you certainly achieve that. The Talent Talks podcast is sponsored by Staverton Consulting. Staverton Consulting delivers tangible and sustainable cost reduction, as well as reducing business risk throughout the supply chain for private equity-backed businesses, SMEs, and growth companies. Their proprietary best-in-class methodologies enable them to deliver sustainable category strategies while supporting the optimization of client procurement functions. The team has delivered savings and efficiencies for clients of all sizes, from startups to established industry leaders in several geographies, including Europe, Asia, and North America. For more information, please head to stavertonconsulting.com. So just going back a step to when you started really sort of 
I guess having that confidence to 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 really you know go for it on the social media. And I guess just for listeners that are thinking, I don't do enough on LinkedIn, or I don't, maybe I should share a bit more about some of the successes mm. of my team or individuals. What advice would you give for those individuals? And maybe any sort of steps that you did to encourage you to feel confident to to be able to do that and you know step your head above the parapet really and and start sharing your voice. Yeah, it's it's really tricky. And actually, the trickiest part is starting. And I kind of remember the first ever post I did, and I kind of almost ran from the computer as soon as I posted oh, it really? um, and, and, and hoped that I wouldn't get loads of flack. I think one of the things that goes through your mind when you first post is what your friends and colleagues will say. And um, it's really interesting because... Um, it's it very soon gets to the stage of first people ask why and then people ask how so i got mm. you know the odd bit of banter in the early days in terms of our oh, toms on linkedin again and now i'm getting lots of people even within my workplace asking me for support and tips so i think you've just got to kind of try and plow through that the other thing is um don't be afraid to look at other content creators online and kind of look for what works for them and kind of adapt their styles and then i don't think that that's that's not the same as plagiarism obviously but there are plenty of templates of success out there so if you're really nervous about i don't know how to kind of um, format this post there's plenty of um good good templates that you can use out there and when it comes to oh, what do i talk about i challenge any procurement individual who doesn't at one point in the day come across a scenario where they think oh i this is really interesting. I wish I'd done it this way or I've learned something today. So even just sharing one really simple learning can be really valuable to others. And then one final thing I'd say is um, the way I approach LinkedIn is I say, what do I know today that I didn't know two years ago, but someone else could be two years behind me on that journey and find real value from. So I almost see myself as an accelerator to others. Always write for your audience, don't write for yourself. Sometimes if I write my kind of self-congratulatory, I've reached 40,000 followers posts, then that's that's more playful and I'll be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But generally, I try to write content that I think, wow, if I read this, this would be really useful to me or it would have been useful to me two years ago because I didn't know it then. Yeah. And I think the engagement levels will shoot up when people can sort of take your learns and go, oh, that was, that's something actually that I, you know, foresee as something that's going to be a challenge for me as mm. well. In terms of sort of your outcomes from, from what you're doing, if, if I can, if I can use the word outcomes, but yeah, you know, what, what, what are you sort of looking to sort of, I guess, get out of this long term from what you've been doing on social media? Really good question. And it's been something I've been thinking about quite a bit recently. I mean, I'm fortunate that I have quite a lot of spare time beyond my day job. So I'm obviously... And when you're not running, Tom, you're doing a yeah, lot. You're doing I'm a lot. Running. <laughs> good point. Although when I'm running, I'm normally listening to podcasts. I'm not sure. I, would, I don't listen to myself on podcasts, just, just you know. <laughs> um, no, so, <laughs> so, so I am in a, a exciting role within my current business and really enjoying the culture there. And um, there's a lot there's a lot of exciting things that are going on but I have spare time because my children are, are, are kind of at an age now where they don't need me as, as much <laughs> so a lot of my time is spent geeking around thinking about procurement reading articles listening to podcasts etc so back to your question one of the game changers for me was actually creating my procure bytes Substack because one of the things that I missed with the LinkedIn is that you're so reliant on the algorithm and also it's all short form posts, whereas I like going deep on articles and insights and sharing research. So I've been delighted by the traction that that's gained. And what that's made me realize is that there's a real opportunity to create a community. So I'm looking to create a community around the 
procurement protagonist brand and almost an engaged community of people who want to learn more about things like soft skills, emotional intelligence, how we can really layer that in um, in the world of AI. And um, long term, hoping to create some digital course content, which will really help individuals who are at the start of their journey or even midway through their career who are just really looking to enhance their skills. And then um, finally, I think it's worth mentioning that I feel like I've already benefited a lot from being active. So, for example, I've been a speaker recently at a conference in Cologne. I was going to ask you about that. How did yeah. you find that? Because I, I obviously saw your um, post, I think it was pre-flight, and you were sort of saying around your your nerves. Yeah. And you had you you sort of, you know, were a bit sort of anxious going into it. And I thought that's really interesting because obviously, I mean, I know you well, but I was sort of thinking, because obviously from a LinkedIn point of view and social media, confidence. and But actually, it's interesting when you're going speaking lights talk, talk me through that a little bit more about how you how you felt p- before that and maybe after when you did your speech yeah I mean it's it was a great example of me kind of going back to something that I'd kind of learned and enjoyed as a child so um yeah. I was I have to confess I was a bit of a geek as a child and I was um the guy who was in the debating teams and I won various regional debating competitions, but I'm talking age 16 and 18 now. So it's not like I can't do public speaking, but in my corporate career, I guess the opportunities for doing that has been really limited. So it was almost a kind of, wow, it's been like 15, 20 years since I've done a presentation or a speech. Can I do it? It was great though, because I realized that that whole thing of um, it's like when you're riding a bike, I had learnt the skills as a child and they'd never gone so I feel like it was a really good kind of power moment where I realized I've got lots of skills that I haven't used for a while that I can put out there and um, I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed the process as well and there's a deeper connection you get from uh, going to a conference when you're actually a speaker because people engage with you on a different level Um, afterwards you find that those people who resonated with what you said come up to you and you have really deep conversations and i'll be honest as well it was quite nice feeling a bit vip status at the, <laughs> at the venue it. um yeah, you, yeah. you're treated differently as a speaker than as a normal attendee so yeah did you have your own special area sort of ring fence around yes. that you could go in and yeah love yeah it. <laughs> a special badge and uh yeah lots of people checking my collar was straight and everything like that so, and then obviously the professional photos but i think i just realized i realized that um uh, I've kind of got a lot of um, knowledge and experience to give to the world um, and I want to use that now to kind of really raise the profile of procurement in general and talk about the things I'm passionate about. Hey, quick break from the show to have a special request, please, for everyone that is listening to the episode. If I could please ask you to hit the subscribe button on the podcast platform that you're listening on, that will really help build our audience and getting the Talent Talks name out there into the wider podcast and indeed business and procurement world. So if you could hit that subscribe button, that would be amazing. Back to the episode. So on that note then, what, what advice would you give to people that, you know, maybe lacking confidence that they wanted to be a, a guest speaker or indeed even just post something on LinkedIn? What advice would you give to those people? I'm not going to pretend that it's easy, but I would say feel the emotions and accept that the emotions aren't you kind of thing. So okay. um, I think it's that kind of, this is going to go really deep now, but it's that kind of mindfulness thing of realizing that um, you can have emotions around or, or fears around certain things, but those don't actually mean that you have to obey those fears, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 no, it does. I feel that 
also there's an element of what's the worst that can happen that goes through my mind at the event I attended in Cologne for example there are 200 other guests there but to be honest I don't have to meet or see any of them ever again so if it had been an absolute disaster I kind of thought what's the worst that can happen yeah totally and um on a really philosophical level or I can't remember the philosopher who said the most important question we should ask is why should I not kill myself right now and now that's <laughs> bear with me on that I'll explain that but when you answer that question then you really understand the purpose of life and my point is that you should try as much and anything once as you can and try new things and really push yourself out there and it's made me realize that actually pushing your comfort zone is where you really feel alive so yeah. you feel the fear it can feel uncomfortable can't it to start with yeah. when you push yourself but i i totally totally agree yeah totally feel the fear and do it anyway and also just accept and and kind of enjoy the process but i'm not going to say it's easy and there's plenty of tips I can give to anyone who's starting out. I mean, I do have a LinkedIn video course that I've recorded, which is available on, on Gumroad. But also if anyone wants to reach out to me, who's about to do a presentation, I've got plenty of tips I can give them there. Yeah, no. It's good fun though, ultimately. you got to enjoy it, right? Uh, I'm going deep again, I just sort of was thinking about that there. My, uh, my, my, my dad always used to say to me, no one dies. That was his little thing. Yeah. No one dies. Just, yes, you go and do it. I, when I went to so set up the business, it was like I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should do this. He's like, well, look, if you don't, if you don't, if it doesn't happen, then you you take the learns from it. And and there's you know there's this mantra through the the coaching that I've been learning recently. When I, I did a video of this myself uh, a few weeks ago, but there's there's no such thing as failure, just feedback, and that's it, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's just feedback. Yeah, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. I've got a rad. I remembered the philosopher. It was Albert Camus. That's it. Okay. Um, the French philosopher. So, yeah. um, but you, you're right. I think um, so much of this is down to mindset. And by the way, I'm not trying to say that it's easy. I'm not. I'm very cognizant of that. That it can be hard. But just because something's hard doesn't mean that it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And maybe starting off with kind of what you were saying earlier with starting in terms of in your in your comfort zone from a content point of view, you know, we're not asking someone to go out their comfort zone to start talking about something they don't really understand and know, actually just a, a passion project or uh, you know, something specifically within the procurement profession that maybe that individual's done recently, you know, whether it's a project that they're really proud of or, you know, a member of their team they've just internally promoted or whatever it may be, that can often be the, the kind of snowball effect, can't it, to then feeling more confident to write more content and be more visible. Yeah, and just one thing I'd say is um, don't underestimate the positivity at the other side of that. Hmm. I've met so many people through LinkedIn that I would have never have normally um, ever come across in my daily life. And um, those people, some of them are, you know, really, really good friends. We're WhatsApping all the time. We're meeting up. And also globally um you know there's there's a guy from india who i i now have regular dialogue with who i would never have come across in my normal procurement day to day so it's that whole thing of um kind of opening yourself up to the world and you there's a lot of positivity that can come back 100 yeah absolutely well look tom um for those that don't follow tom mills on linkedin i recommend you do and you sign up to his uh, his newsletter and tom hasn't paid me to say that generally it's amazing content i'm a i'm a an avid uh, watcher of all his work and content so you know i think tom from my point of view you know well done you know you've shown up brilliantly on on linkedin i love what you do about elevating not only the profession but your you know that the challenges and after often the stigma that some some areas can often have i think you've really broken the boundary so thank you so much for coming on again and talking around your your career and your journey absolute pleasure thanks very much cheers tom thanks a lot 
This podcast is free to download on Spotify, iTunes, and our website, talentdrive.co.uk, alongside all our other episodes. So for now, thanks for listening and stay safe.